0: I think that's another interesting part of 2020 is embracing this period of time and learning from it and gleaning the valuable nuggets of information and wisdom that we've learned and almost embracing the struggle and applying that as we move forward into 2021. Welcome to Access Points, the podcast where we discuss the tools, habits, and ideas that can help you achieve and maintain the leadership mindset so you can reach peak performance. Are you ready for your all-access pass to some of the top minds on the topic of leadership? Let's get started. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Access Points Podcast. As always, my name is Davin Marceau, and I'm back here today with our
1: CEO and owner, Mr. Tim Elliott. How are you doing, Tim? I'm doing really well. When you say back, you mean literally you're back. Like we're, back, back in we the are we are at the office in our podcast room, whatever you want to call that. And you are here, and I'm looking at you, not on the screen. I have to say, I'm more impressed with you on the screen than in person. And I don't know if that's a bad or good thing, but whatever it is, you're here.
0: You know, and the funny thing is my wife said the same thing. She's like, can I be married to you through Zoom? <laughs> there's something far more appealing about me on screen than there is in person. I don't know what that you know,
1: is. Zoom may be bad for relationships now. <laughs> you know, it's like, I like you better across my computer. Yeah, there's certainly
0: something to that. But I'll tell you what, it's, what, it's been six weeks, I think, since I've been here. At least. Yeah, yeah. It's been a month to the date since my back surgery. And I think I took, I wasn't here about a week and a half to two weeks beforehand to be able to isolate before the surgery because of COVID. And Boy, glad you did that. Yeah, no kidding. I'll tell you what, man, you know, just being in the building and seeing the concourse downstairs where all the restaurants are, or I guess were yeah. at this point is a sober reminder of our
1: current climate. Yeah. It's kind of weird. And since you've been gone, actually, some of them have come back. And I mean, so really? we've been, at least I've been coming back since... Jeez, way before I was supposed to, mm-hmm. as far as coming back to the office. And uh, it's been fun to see the amount of people in the building and literally being me and the security guard. Yeah. And he's really excited to see me because I'm the only guy that he's seen all week, which is sad. And now he's like, hey, you know, it's there's enough people where I'm kind of, I get a, yeah. So that's good. So it's more and more people coming in. I'm seeing more people. On the, I'm actually having people on the elevator with me. Which is a big step, you know. It's it's funny the things that you pay attention to now that you didn't six months ago. Right, very very different. And uh, just you know, looking out my window and seeing the streets downtown and seeing the amount of people on the street is different now. It's going to take a long time for downtown to come back, but you know we're starting to see a little bit of comeback.
0: Well, and it's this bit of a
1: progression back towards normalcy. It is whatever that's going to be. Right. Yeah, Which probably leads us right into what we're talking about it, today, it, right? it
0: really does. And we're going to be ever defining what normal looks like from here on out. Right. But that is a nice segue into the topic today of, you know, we shut down what in March of this year, and now we're kind of at this precipice, especially with mainly schools starting back up across all levels, right. college included. And so we're kind of turning the corner on this new normal. And it's a really interesting time to look back and reflect from everything that has happened as a society as uh, you know a community all the way down to the individual level and be able to look back and analyze what we learned from that point from everything that changed everybody's mm-hmm. life changed so drastically and there's so much reflection and learning and growth that happened for everybody from March mm-hmm. until now when we start to return to this new normal and that's a little bit that sort of topic is about today is you know what did we learn And how can we apply what we learned as we progress into this new normal? Because there's so much, you know, anecdotally for me, Tim, you know, I Mm -hmm. I look back across, you know, I almost lost my mom, you know, I had major back surgery, you know, I got on the best shape of my life. You know, there's so much that happened within that timeframe and so much growth that it's just really cool to look back and, Figure out what the heck we learned, man.
1: Yeah. You know, when, when you're saying that, I'm thinking through of, of when this first happened and watching the news stories and, and hearing the different government officials making decisions about what's going to happen. And, you know, it was all best guess. Mm-hmm. And people were reacting in very, very different ways. And even you and I reacted in different ways. You, very much so. I mean, yep. you were very much, you know, oh, my gosh, we, there's some things we need to do. We need to prepare for this. And I'm kind of like, screw it, we're gonna keep doing what we're doing. There was a friction point for you it, and it I for was. sure. It yeah, was. It really was. And, and you're wanting to shut the office down and I'm like, we're mm-hmm. not doing that. And so even down to when we had the executive team in, you know, there was some friction there between you and I of, of getting everybody in. Mm-hmm. And even some of the folks coming in, you know, everybody reacted differently. And I think we all react to, and I don't know what you call all of this. It's not trauma, it's not good things. But at the same time, it's not an emergency. And I think the way that I approached it and the way you approached it and the way other people approach it are very, very different. But it's kind of interesting to see how we all reacted originally. Mm-hmm. And now that things are more known and more, I'm going to say stable. And I'm going to say stable because it, nothing's changing dramatically from week to week, right? right? I mean, it's consistent. You know, we keep seeing cases come up, but it's consistent. It's not blowing up. It's not scary like it used to be just because it's, we're kind of used to it now. It doesn't make it good, but we're kind of used to that. And so the way we are reacting to it now is a little bit more strategic. The way our officials are reacting is a little more strategic you know in some cases some of the states or some of the local officials have given in a little bit and loosened things up and some have tightened things up and you know we're here in texas and we loosened up and then tightened back up a little bit Mm -hmm. and so i think everybody's just trying to find that sweet spot but in reaction to you know what you asked is what have we learned i think it's been a big jolt it really was it was a jolt of adversity that's hit everyone and it wasn't just access. It wasn't just Dallas. It wasn't just Texas. It was U S it was worldwide. Mm -hmm. And this adversity is something that we've never seen the likes of And You know, if we go back and read back in the early 1900s, you know, they dealt with some of this stuff. Right. And so it's interesting now to read some of those things and see how they reacted to it. And actually, you know, I look back and go, man, they were pretty smart. Not knowing what we know today, pretty sharp folks, right? You know, they, they didn't know exactly what was causing what or what, but they did some pretty smart things. Mm -hmm. But to see the adversity happen, to see people's reactions to that adversity has been really interesting to me.
0: Yeah. It's spoken to the human condition a little bit as we found out that there's certainly two different types of people. There's highly elastic, the people that can adapt and change and on the fly. And then there's people that are just incredibly static. And those are things that we know and that we often read about, but it was interesting to see it in real life from friendships, to relationships, to businesses, to society at large, what you're talking about different states and communities, some were highly elastic and adapted quickly and some were dug their heels in, we're not gonna do anything differently and seeing how all of that evolved and you use the term emergency. And I think when we use the word emergency traditionally, it's there's a car wreck, there's uh, a tidal wave, there's something acute that happens in the moment. And COVID was so different because it was this rolling kind of wave monster that people saw coming in to different levels of belief of this monster. Mm -hmm. And then it hit, but it didn't hit hard, it hit slowly, right? Mm -hmm. And in some areas, it was a belief that it was gonna hit, but it didn't hit. Mm -hmm. But regardless of that, back in March, we we all rolled things back to the bare basics. We did. Here we are locked up in our homes, distilled down to the most basic relationships of your right. friends, right. your closest of friends, but more importantly, your family. Right, And the dinners were stripped away, the concerts were stripped away, the work travel was stripped away, separation from your spouse, all of that was stripped away. Yeah. And there was so much to be gleaned from that. And you saw relationships blossom. And you saw relationships get squashed. You did. They trashed. And you also saw the development of new relationships and Mm -hmm. new friendships as a result of basically having to strip things back to normal. Yeah. And so for me, that's a big takeaway for us again, distilling it down to the individual level about keeping things basic. As we start to roll things back out and things become normal again, recall back to what it was like peeling things back to the basics and apply that to your life and keep things simple and get rid of the noise. Because again, we were forced to get rid of the noise and we were forced to work on the core that was our family and our friendships. And, you know, for me, I don't really care if I rush back to going out to dinners downtown and things like that, because there's so much growth within my family and it's so much growth within my friend unit that, you know, I'd rather go, Swim in the pool at home, or I'd rather go over to a friend's house or something like that. And so, you know, there's different applications of it, but keep life as simple and as basic for whatever that looks like to you
1: individually Mm -hmm. and go with that. That's one of my big takeaways for that. Yeah. You know, it made me think of, especially early on when everybody was kind of huddled in and like almost into their house. We had friends that were afraid to leave their house we know people now that still haven't left their house there's one person that we used to work out with i heard the the day and they've left their house twice even like to go get something like they would go to the grocery store and that's it i can't imagine that yeah. right i would go nuts Jenny would have left me months ago if if that would happen i would it's bad enough the time we spend as it is but you know i, I think of my great grandparents and I think of, you know, they lived in West Texas and lived probably 20, 25 miles out from their nearest neighbor. They were in the middle of nowhere and they were completely self-sustained. They had their family and that was it. And what we experience today is what their every day was. I mean, that's all they had was their family. And they got up and they did their thing and they worked at the house and they worked in the farm around. To us, we see that as a monotony. And to them, they saw that maybe as a cycle right? Mm -hmm. It was their daily cycle of life. It was how they sustained themselves. And when you say basics, that's what made me think of it is we all kind of figured out what's the basics that we have to do to be able to be healthy and to be happy. And, you know, the healthy part, I think for most of us came pretty natural, but the happy part was to me a, a, a big change in that what does happiness mean? We were talking to a friend of ours and said, the big three that have been purchased over this COVID thing has been lake houses, boats and swimming pools. And, you know, it's gone. Those people have gone nuts. You can't get a pool built for, you know, it's a year and a half waiting list. You know, they've sold out of every boat they had six months early. You know, lake houses, you can't find one right now. And you think, wow, what is that? Why is that? Well, you can't take big vacations. You can't go be entertained by going out to eat somewhere. So what is it you and your family can do to get out of the house or to enjoy being together? And that's, if you're going to isolate, go isolate somewhere other than your house out somewhere where you have space. You don't have a boat where you can go out and be with the family and completely isolate from everyone, but still have activity. Go out and hang at the pool. So we can actually go out and the kids can do something and get this energy out. And so it's been weird to see that, you know, the things that are in demand now versus the things that are in demand a year ago are very different. And I'm like you, I don't know that it's going to change for a while. I think of my friends in hospitality business and man, they're going through some tough times. and I think they will for a while and that this new norm is going to hang around for a bit because I think people's families have figured out how to enjoy being together and how to spend time together and spend quality time together in a way that they didn't know that they could.
0: Right. Cause we get so caught up in the hustle and bustle. Yeah. And the, the travel that can become excessive and the work travel that, that again can become excessive. And, and you hear so much static. Yeah. life just becomes a, a a big ball of static. And you right. have to, again, distill it down to you. I like what you said about being happy and healthy. We all had to individually define what that was for us. Right? right? And you know, some of us made really healthy choices and you saw people that I think we talked about this before that people either lost 30 or gained 30. And there wasn't a whole lot of, <laughs> there, there wasn't a whole lot of just remain neutral yeah. in, in the process. And again, I think that that speaks to the the elasticity or the lack thereof of, of people. Um, and then again, we have to redefine what what happiness means to us, right. and, and a lot of us were able to pull back in and focus on the family unit, but the internet is just filled with memes about 2020, and this another interesting part I want to talk I've about. I've seen the
1: best t-shirts I've ever seen in my life, for sure. No, right, mean,
0: and, and, yeah. and by and large, everybody's spoken about 2020 in a very negative context. Yeah. And, And I get that for sure. You know, there's a lot of people that were financially affected. There were a lot of relationships that were torched. There was a lot of businesses that are lost there. You know, there's been a lot of carnage that's happened as a result of 2020. And you know, I think, you know, you and I can individually have stories back and forth about the the struggles and the challenges personally and professionally about it, Mm -hmm. you know, but we've, we talked so much on this podcast about the gap and gain mindset and and the ability when bad things happen to say good. Yeah. I'm so glad that that happened. And, And it becomes, hard to do, especially as things compound on itself. You, mm-hmm. you, you start to struggle to find the wind within the setbacks. But you know, I, I think that's another interesting part of 2020 is embracing this period of time and learning from it and gleaning the valuable nuggets of information and wisdom that we've learned and almost embracing the struggle mm-hmm. and applying that as we move forward into 2021.
1: Adversity brings change. Adversity brings wisdom. And adversity, typically, if you handle it right and look for it the right way, with the right mindset, brings a change in yourself or in your organization that is incredible. Mm-hmm. And I think Cody wrote a blog about this and he put it out not long ago. He and I had a conversation and we were talking about that and he was like, okay, I like this mindset. He goes, I, I wanna write a blog about it. And the idea behind it is, from a, you know, from in our industry with our business, from an engineering standpoint, You can do one of two things during a time like this when revenue's down and people are, you know, difficult to talk to people you can't go meet is you can kind of pull in circle the wagons or you can attack and you can say, okay, we've got this time. We have a little extra time on our hands. Let's be aggressive. And so, you know, he, he wrote that. And that was, I thought that was really, really a good article because it goes back to how do you handle adversity? I just love Bergeron and I love the way he says good in his podcast. He's like, you know, this happened. Good. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a very strong, oh, this, I stumped my toe and it broke my foot. Good. This happened. The pandemic happened. Good. It's the mindset. You look at it and think of what have we changed? What have we accomplished? What have we created? You know, what good has come out of it for us as an organization? What is good that's come out of this for me and my family? And, you know, once you start making that list and you really stop and think about it, it's been a pretty great year for that. You know, I think because we weren't just rolling, we weren't just go, 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 push, 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 how fast can we go? We had to stop and we had to think and we had to overcome some things. And when we did, I think A, we became better, B, we became smarter, and C, it changed our business a little bit in that we became much more strategic about what we do and how we do it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. and you know, it became, and as a result of the memes and you know, what you saw on TV, it became kind of sexy and in vogue to be super negative about 2020. And when you think about the swirl that that causes and and how that perpetuates itself, Mm -hmm. you know, something bad happens, you know, I, man, my salary got cut 20% man it's terrible. I'm struggling here. So you take that home and that negatively impacts the, the relationship you have with your spouse. And Oh, by the way, you can't get more than six feet away from your spouse because both of you were working there. And it becomes this negative swirl, Mm -hmm. right? And it perpetuates and it only gets worse for you. And then again, there's other elements of your life that are deeply impacted by it. And it's incredibly counterintuitive to flip that mindset around and say, good. Yeah. I got laid off or my my salary was reduced by 20%. The courage that it takes to say good in that moment is incredibly, and and you can't dismiss how hard that is to do. Right. But there's so much growth when you start to do that. Right. Good. Now that makes me reevaluate my ancillary spending every month. Right. Right. Good. Now that makes me focus on maybe getting that post-secondary education, maybe going after that master's degree that I was worried about so I can look at that next opportunity. You know, there's, there's good, there's growth that happens in, in every struggle, but, you know, a lot of times we get so emotionally attached to the struggle that we fail to see how it results in the growth. Right. The, the, the journey is the climb. And if it wasn't for the struggle to get to the mountaintop, once you got there, you wouldn't, you wouldn't celebrate being on the mountaintop. Um, and so that's a huge lesson. I think that we've learned in this is the ability to flip your mindset Mm -hmm. and in every single setback, say good and and find it and apply it. And there's so much personal and professional
1: growth that comes with that. You know, I, I try to work on this with both of my, my girls, and uh, I know my youngest, I don't know if I've mentioned in the podcast, but she spent the, the summer in New York. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we got all this situated and planned and she got this internship in New York way before COVID hit. And so this has been set up probably for a good year, a year in advance. And so when all this happened, you know it's like oh this uncertainty you know are they still gonna be able to start you know new york was really locked down how's this gonna happen and towards the end it opened up and and so um you know i i flew with her to new york to kind of get her settled and you know the day before she started work you know she worked about 12 to 14 minute walk from work and so we kind of walked the path of what's the best route what's the safest way you know all that so she had an apartment and you know i could see the fear on her face because what we used to see in New York City, and we've been several times, is this hustle and bustle world of lots of people, to there's nobody but homeless people, crackheads, and construction workers out fixing streets. Right? That was it. And, you know, not the best situation for your 21-year-old daughter to be walking by herself. And I had some fear. And the night before she was gonna walk to work for her first day you can imagine she was scared to death. And so we sat on the bed at the hotel we were staying at and we had a conversation about it. And so I said, you know, are you scared? She's like, yeah, I'm scared. Well, I'm scared too, (laughs) you know, but one of the things we'd always talked about that I've tried to instill in her is the idea behind, you know, adversity builds character. So let's, let's don't think about how scared you are tomorrow, but think about what this is going to look like in August when you're done. What are your takeaways? What do you want to learn? What do you want to be? How do you want to be different come August than you are now in June? And she kind of talked about, I want to be able to this, and I want to be more independent. I want to be able to be you know, more of myself and just rely on myself and not be emotionally or socially, you know, fulfilled by everyone and have to have that before I'm happy. I wanna be happy with just being by myself and living in this big city by myself. I'm like, it's a great mindset. And it was fun to see when she came home a couple of weeks ago and she was a different kid. I knew she would be, but even more so than I thought, she was a different kid than she was when she left in June. And she had a piece about her that I'd never seen before. And, you know, she had been forced to live by herself and be alone a lot. And there were days where, you know, she was just her in the apartment or she would get out once or twice. And to be okay with that, Um, and be good with yourself was a huge growing point for her. And I I stop and think, if it wasn't for COVID, if it wasn't for that happening, then she would have been much more social, she would have met a lot more people, she would have been going and having dinner and going in museums and all these sort of things you think about when you go to New York City. But instead, it was a very isolated place. And who would have thought New York City would be the place of isolation? But the things that grew from that for her were life-changing. And so for her, 2020 is going to be, wow, what a weird year, right? Like all the other students, I had to learn from a computer and I had to do these things. But at the same time, that was for her, 2020 will be the year that I learned to be really content within myself. And I couldn't teach her that. She had to learn that on her own. And so for her, five stars, right? Mm-hmm. There's a five-star year where most people I've seen the t-shirts, one star wouldn't recommend, right? (laughs) 2020. And so, you know, for her, it's been really, really big. And so I'm very proud of her for her mindset and the way she looked at it and the way she saw it. And it's, it's focused me into thinking about what were the things, what were my takeaways that I've learned from this? And, you know, I'm still developing that list. And some days I look at it and go, man, that's hard to come up with something. But if I stop and think about the things that happened over the last week, the last two weeks, what happened in the last two weeks that were really special, that were really good, that were awesome for our company and for our team and for me, that wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for this pandemic, right. you know? And that's where the fun starts for me, is to stop and think, wow, what are those gains, gap and gain, but what were those gains that happened that wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for that?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think when we take it back to, to March, there was so much uncertainty. Day by day, we didn't know what the next day was going to bring in terms of the pandemic or murder right. hornets or whatever the heck it was that they <laughs> threw out us that day. And instead of embracing the uncertainty and pressing forward into it, which, which we're so you know, successful people are conditioned to do, we began to dwell on the moment or dwell on the past. Mm-hmm. And that's an interesting point because there's growth and reflection. Like you've talked about, you know, Sophie can, can reflect back on this last year and learn from it, but she doesn't dwell on that year. And what we saw were a whole bunch of people that, that dwelled on the failures and the negativity that came with 2020. Yeah. And instead of embracing the uncertainty that the future holds, you know, every day, we, we have no idea what tomorrow's gonna bring Tim, right? but there was this catalyst that was COVID-19 that we were terrified. People were terrified to wake up the next day mm-hmm. to see what it was going to bring. Right. You know, cause it was, it was going to be doom and gloom and death and, you know, just, just horror was going to await them. So again, it was easier for them to curl up in a ball and look over their shoulder and just dwell on what it was that happened. And so, you know, for me, it's huge growth points of just embrace the uncertainty. Right. Right. And, you know, personally and professionally, and just hang on to that and drive forward into that and look back and learn, mm-hmm but don't dwell right? because it's not going to change. It doesn't, it doesn't change your, your position. It doesn't change your financial situation. It is what it is. And there's nothing that you can do about it, but learn from it, Right. but don't stay engrossed in it. Mm-hmm. Flip that forward and, and use that as a catalyst to drive yourself forward. I, for me, that's a huge takeaway for 2020 and or COVID.
1: Yeah. And I was talking to, to Jamie about this the other day and we were talking about, there was something that she was talking about, you know, not really regrets, but thinking back on a time in her life where things weren't great and her brain works different than me, Mm -hmm. right? And we're very different. And so for me, I kind of block things off. I kind of block things off and I don't look back. And that's just my defense mechanism of dealing with things. My oldest daughter has the same thing. That's the way we deal with things. We don't look back. We just shove it back and look forward. And, you know, I get excited about what tomorrow brings, but she likes to reflect and think back of, you know, what took place and what happened and why. And, know all those different things and i I think that when we look back on this year there'll be a lot of things that make us sad but i think there's gonna be a lot of things that make us know that we were better i'm excited we talked about different ways we think you know for me i'm that guy that looks over the edge and says boy i know this is terrible but i gotta watch this right i mean i kind of woke up every day going okay what's what crazy thing has happened Honestly, I'm really sad the murder hornets didn't make it to Texas. I'm like, if we're gonna do this, let's go big, bring everything else. We need a couple, I mean, we got them coming, A couple of hurricanes to come on, let's go, bring it. I haven't seen enough tornadoes, man, let's just go. If we're gonna do this, bring it. And so that's just the way I think about it, just because I I like to attack things in a different way because it's I deal on a little bit of chaos. If it's not chaotic, I'll you know me, I'll create chaos. So for me, it's been interesting. It's been some days fun, but it's also been unnerving to have the team around you that some people don't think the way I do and understand that they don't and this is not exciting for them and to think that they're scared or they're nervous or worried about their job or their family or we have a guy that was here in our office and whenever we all went home he wasn't coming back until all this was done because he has a family member Mm -hmm. that is high risk and he doesn't want to put that family member at risk and i'm like man i you know i don't have that at my house and so it's i don't think about that But I was quickly having an IM with him back and forth. And I'm, man, I just, I hope everybody's there. I hope everybody's safe. And he's like, man, I'm sorry, I can't be in the office. But listen, I get it. I get it. But you know, I don't have that. Those weren't some of the things that I dealt with. That wasn't some of the adversity that I dealt with. And so I know for some people, it's been harder. And some people, it's been harder to see that wisdom or those good things come from it. But I think if we, Continue to think through it and make that stop and, and make that list of the positive that have come from it. I think that they're gonna be really happy and really excited about what comes from it, about what next year looks like. I was thinking, you know, people are are you know just really just hammering on 2020. I'm like, man, if I was baby New Year 2021, I wouldn't want to be that kid because you tell me some expectations holy cow <laughs> baby baby new Year's going to have a tough time come january february i'm just saying
0: yeah absolutely and I'm, I'm a bit like you in that regard like for me i don't know subtlety it's just varying levels of violence <laughs> so i'm like let's let's strap on your helmet and you know life's tough right. wear a helmet and let's get after this thing right and similar to you if you sit down and objectively evaluate 2020 and you do it with honesty and objectivity it's hard to find that there wasn't more growth than struggle this year, even for me, you know, and, and, and we've talked about this, you know, I've been, it's been an interesting year for me for sure. It has, but man, there's been so much positive. And like we talked about earlier today, I've grown more over the last six months than I think I have over the last five years yeah, as a person, you, as a professional, and you've been able to watch that, right? And, yeah. and it's a result of this quote unquote crummy year, yeah. but man, I'm a far better person yeah. all the way around as a result of everything
1: that came along with COVID. You're a different guy than you were December 31st 2019. For sure. I mean, you really are. Mm-hmm. And you were a great guy before, but to see the growth of your mindset has been just incredible. And, and you know, it's been that way for a lot of our friends mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the guys and, and ladies that we hang out with and, and even a lot of our team members, it's fun to see the growth that's taken place. Some people have embraced this thing and have grown from it. And I, you know, I think about our marketing department and talking about a curveball You know, went from people don't want to hear marketing stuff, right? They really, especially our our facilities, they really don't want to be pitched anything. But the idea behind, okay, we can't do that. We need to stay current. We need to keep ourselves in front of them. How do we do that? How do we provide value to our customers and our prospects? And that question there completely changed the way we approach our clients and our prospects. And that what can we give them? What can we offer them for free from content, from whatever it might be that can help them be better? They can help them with their jobs. They can help them with their personal struggles. What can we do? And it has made a huge difference in the way we approach the marketplace. And, I, and you know, we talk about what's going to keep, we're going to keep doing that. I use the word it worked <laughs> because, you know, marketing, people say marketing is, is manipulation. It's really not it's about getting value to people in a way that they can learn and understand and we just give them the stuff that deals with what we do and the more educated our clients can be the better chance we have of being successful and so just seeing that change with our people and seeing our approach is different that alone has been a huge success for us this year we've never in a million years have figured this out You know, in this shorter time, it may have taken us two to three to four years to figure this out, where now we we had to. And so I'm very, very thankful. I'm very, very thankful. I'm not thankful for the people that got sick. I'm not thankful for the deaths that took place. It's tragic. You know, I, I haven't lost anybody just personally within my family, but I know a lot of people that are listening to this probably have. And it's hard to say good when that happens. You know, there's nothing good about that. Please don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that everything is good from 2020, but you know the things that if we struggle with economically, the things we struggle with from a change in our lives, that's the stuff we have to take away. That's the stuff we have to stop and think and pause and say, what are the takeaways? What did this adversity bring to my life that's made me better? And I know you've thought through this, well, You and I have talked about that, and you are a better man because of all this. And I hope that my family is a better family because of this, that our team is a better team because of it. And then just think why in those takeaways. And it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. And I think you, you spoke to it very well, how I became a better person and we became a better business with better offerings to the marketplaces. It encapsulates the lesson from this and, you know, it's stripping it down to the basics. It's learning, not dwelling. And it's applying those lessons and progressing forward and embracing the uncertainty and pushing ahead as a person, as a professional, as a business, right? And I think, again, that wraps up this episode very well. And, you know, for you guys that wanna check this out, some of the offerings that we're talking about, you know, go to our website at accessefm.com and take a look at our impression offering. And you listening to us on these episodes, you're gonna learn the mindset and the methodology and the thought process that we had that allowed us to develop that solution and get it to the market rapidly. Again, we applied the tenets that we're talking about here this episode, did we not?
1: We really did. It's fun to see that, especially when you see some of the marketing that's out there on a website, some of the content and see how it's changed to a value based content. Mm-hmm. And speaking of value, you've been of great value to me on this podcast and that I've been able to ramble and you took it all and made like four or five bullet points out of it. Hey, that's what I do, man. Very good job, man. Thank you.
0: I think we're good here, dude. You got anything else before we Wrap it up. I'm good. Thank you. All right, Tim. It's always a pleasure, man. See ya. And for our listeners, we talk about gap and gain a lot, and we've talked about it in a previous podcast. It was intentional versus reactionary, and then our coaching strategies. So for our listeners who wanna know more about that, go back and reference those episodes and give you a little bit better context on that. And again, we're always looking for feedback on this podcast. Hit the subscribe button, give us some critical feedback how we can make this thing better. Go to our website at accessefm.com, check us out there. Find us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, find us on Facebook, give us a like, give us a tweet, give us a thumbs up and appreciate you guys listening.